collab with them. Why they exploiting Christian fans getting cash with them? But every time we call our sin, they get mad with them. Proverbs 17, 15, I let that hit them. Future got y'all hooked on drugs. Y'all think that's love. Ain't a white man like Jay-Z ain't in that same club. I wish you with Marina Obama be giving her hugs. <laughs> y'all might want to look that one up. And Playboy Cardi Merce Satanic. I know they play. We are here. Bryce and Gray's in the building. How are you, young man? Oh, Dago, what's up? What's up? How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? You're at home, I see. Yes, yeah, sir. I feel kind of sick. I feel kind of sick, man. So, so my voice sound kind of weird. And uh, yeah, that's why. You got XBXY335 or something? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, to be honest. I have zero clue what's going on. I'm all the way on the side here. Hold on. I'm going to have to fix this camera, I think, in a bit. But uh, Bryson in the building, very topical. It seems to me, and I and let me know how you feel about this, that, you know, obviously it's not on the same scale, but the way with Joe Rogan as a podcast, it almost becomes like a news story. It's almost at this point... Now that almost everything you tweet that can even be taken a little bit of controversy uh, can be taken a little bit controversially, it turns into like this trend where people are mad at you. Now I don't know if it's a way for people to get more attention on their own accounts or if they're legitimately mad all the time, but it almost seems like a trending thing now where Bryson says something that you expect Bryson to say, and it becomes a thing. Have, do you feel that way? Yeah, I, I find it funny because this was still like two or three years ago when people were like just becoming hip to me i would i would kind of understand more of uh, the anger but me calling something lustful demonic is just right in line with anything i tweet that's the part that, that <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest the only the only um surprising part about the last little scenario that's been going on all week is the fact that it got that big for something that type of stuff i tweet every single day and I think people do it because, I, honestly, I think people feel convicted, man. I think people feel convicted. And uh, the other part of it, I think a lot of conservatives just want Christians to shut up. Um, like, you know how we told LeBron to shut up and dribble. I think they want us <laughs> to just shut up and read our Bibles. Just don't say it out loud. Yeah, so what you're talking about, of course, is this thing called Calendar Gate now, which is the uh, ultra-right conservative dad's beer. So this beer company, if people aren't familiar with, they came out with this commercial where the guy smashes a can of Bud Light with a baseball bat. He's a, an entrepreneur, a businessman. He sold out, like, I think it was like 12,000 cases overnight. And they've decided to come out with a beer calendar. Okay, that's a beer company. That's fine. But I think where the, the, uh, the criticism comes in is that, and we're looking at it here, so you've got Riley Gaines, Sarah Gonzalez, Dana Lash, all these other people. I think the idea here is you've got a lot of these women on here. I think, except for, if I'm being fair, Dana Lash and Sarah Gonzalez showing off themselves here, and at the same time, we want to be respected for our political opinion. Now, I'm going to say what I think in a minute, but what do you think? Do you th is the reason you're against this is because there's a direct contradiction here with conservative values and then posing for something that's clearly meant to be ogled? Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's all of that combined. Like, if, if you pull the calendar back up, Dana is honestly probably the only one I would say that's, like, really nothing is wrong with at all. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, Dana. Dana's not bad at all. She's, in, she's fully clothed with guns. But, but the issue here is, 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 is read the tweet. PG calendar. Now, in what world is this calendar PG? Because the thing I get confused by is if somebody's in a two-piece bathing suit, how more much more immodest can you get before you're butt naked? This is the this is the issue. So the issue is simple. He called himself conservative dad, right? Mm -hmm. And the calendar he calls it conservative women, even though there are multiple women on the calendar that claim not to be conservative. So the first step is I, I I can rightfully judge this from a conservative perspective. Secondly, uh, Josie, the one who made it all about herself because she wanted clout, she um, is sporting also Christian imagery in her photos. So it's all about the collection of photos and what's being allowed to be intertwined with these photos. Now, first things first, we have to be honest. 
everybody knows they are posing in specific ways for men to get the googly eyes. Can we start being honest? I mean, a few of them have finally admitted this, but you're in a bathtub half naked with just a bra on. All you have on is your bra and panties, pinned on lipstick. Riley Gaines got her back arched on the cover photo with a two-piece bathing suit on. And then people can say, well, she's a swimmer. This isn't a swim. This isn't a calendar for the top swimmers. Stop it. This is a beer calendar. All beer calendars of all of history is meant to meant for, for obviously to provoke lust into man. If this was called a libertarian calendar, we wouldn't care. If this was called a liberal calendar, we wouldn't care. If this was called a, 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 a classical liberal calendar, we wouldn't care. People only care because you got Christian imagery in it and you're calling it conservative. Can we stop the nonsense? Yeah, and I've spoken to to women about this who say, you know, like this is obviously what it's for. I don't think there's any any debate that it's for men to look at. And Riley Gaines, yeah, if it was a swimming calendar, maybe we'd have Leah Thomas on there, big uh, Luke or whatever his name was. But uh, I don't know if she's ever considered herself a conservative or ever said that. So there's there's that. But I think Bryson that this is one of these instances where you have this calendar and girls on it. Now, I've admittedly not heard of most of these women. Um, I've heard a couple of their names, and I know who Riley Gaines, Sarah Gonzalez, and Dana Lash are. Um, Only heard of the other ones by name for the most part. I think this is one of those blind spots that some, not all, because I know people say he's saying everyone, but some not all conservative women have where they say, Okay, just let this one slide. And I compare that to the Barbie movie, which had, you know, a trans Barbie in it. Okay, we're not supposed to criticize that because a lot of women like Barbie. Or I compare it to Taylor Swift. A lot of women like her music. But uh, no, let's just it's just fine that she literally campaigns for low-level Democrats in like, in like uh, House member seats uh, and uh, Democrat mayors and, of course, the whole Democrat Party dating Mr. Pfizer, everything. We just have to let that go. So I consider this one uh, another one of these blind spots where we think for some reason we don't have to be consistent in our logic with the things that we defend and represent. Now, that's fine. If it, like I said, if you're Riley Gaines and you're just like this swimmer who says men shouldn't be in women's sports and I'm not a conservative, then you don't really have to be held up to those ideals. But if you're one of these people who says I'm a hardcore conservative woman, respect my ideas, I have a show where I talk about politics and and you need to treat me as an intellectual for my ideas, then you, you don't get the same forgiveness, let's call it that, in terms of your intellectual loopholes that you're jumping through to get to this point. No, you do have to be logically consistent or else people are going to criticize you. And it seems to me that some people think that there's certain things you can't criticize conservative women for. And that's for some of the shows that they watch or some of the music that they listen to or some of the things that they appear in in this case. Uh, I think the funniest thing is you just made the perfect examples. When I called out Barbie, conservatives got mad at me too. Matter of fact, oddly enough, some of the conservatives that are on my side in this issue, they were against me during the whole Barbie fiasco because as a conservative, why are you watching this this homo movie? Uh, (laughs) Very, very simple stuff, right? But you are right. There's a lot of blind spots, and the blind spots are very simple. Why? Most people are worldly. I understand why people are confused about my criticism of the calendar because they are worldly. Most of these people are probably so used to seeing women half naked. They think it's the norm. I kid you not. One of the girls on the calendar said, well, what else am I supposed to wear? And I, and she was, she had one of the most immodest ones on there. And I'm like, what the crap are you talking about? <laughs> then, and then it hit me and I said, Oh, I get it. Women in America don't think you can be cute or sexy without being half naked. Like, like, this is what, this is the, people think, is there something else you can wear to the beach other than a two-piece bathing suit? I didn't know anything else existed. And that's the kind of mindset a lot of these people have. If you look at the people that are, like, opposing uh, the criticism, they're typically, I mean, degenerates. I mean, they're worldly people, and they think because it's not as bad as this, or it's not as bad as Cardi B WAP video, which (laughs) means it's good. And that's pretty much, our, our, our standards are so low. You know what I'm saying? So low. And we have watered down the world, the, the word conservatism so much that people are confused when a Christian has a basic Christian opinion. Yeah, it's strange when people get bent out of shape of what Bryson says. Here's uh, the one of the women on the calendar. Now, I don't follow her. I'm not familiar with her opinions. 
She says, calendar gate is dead, time of death, 808. Interesting Kanye reference maybe there, 808 p.m. It's over. I didn't just say it. I declared it. Now, what type of interactions have you had with this girl online? I've seen a couple. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm having trouble finding it right now. But what was her, what was her logic here? And, and first of all, yeah, she's redhead libertarian. So why is she on there? Also using a cross if she doesn't believe in Christianity. What kind of interactions, what kind of uh, reasoning did she present to you? Um, just to be just just to be clear, she actually said she claimed to be Catholic, so it makes okay. it more crazy. Catholicism and libertarianism yeah. doesn't even go together. Uh, but our inter our interactions have been clearly all terrible. I actually followed her before all this. Um, it's funny enough. Does anybody go to my original tweet when I realized that was her with the cross? I said, uh, I, I think I said something like, oh, I like her, but this, like, why, why, why is the cross associated with this? Uh, I've been very consistent this whole time, and I find it funny how she said Calendar Gate is dead, and then she then hosted a space as <laughs> specifically catered to be a smear campaign about me, uh, that same night or the or, or the night after. Um, so you know, she blocked me, so I can't see anything of hers, but um, <clears throat> so. The, the 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 truest interaction I've had with her outside of her disingenuous tweets, because I don't know if you noticed, but Jack Posobiec hosted a huge space about the topic, right? Now, of course, I didn't get personally invited to the to the space, which it seems like most people did get personally invited uh, uh, to this space, and it took me a while to get to the point where they allowed me on the space. And when I got on the space, we had the conversation and everybody had the perfect opportunity to rebut me, but nobody could. What Josie started to do, she, she read off some of my old tweets from like five or more years ago, like starting at five years ago and, low, and, and longer than that. And she read some of my old degenerate tweets and I, don't ask me what they have to do with the calendar. It doesn't. And, <laughs> she, was, and she was just she was just trying to smear me, really. But it doesn't work on me because everybody that knows me knows my story, knows my history. I'm very well open about my past life and it's all over the Internet. I leave it up on purpose. So I responded to her and I said, I find that funny. But you claim that my followers are harassing you by posting your old photos from three years ago. And then she started screaming at me. It actually sounded like she was demon possessed when she did so. Uh, very weird. You should go listen to the space. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to find some of the stuff on here. It's it's getting hard. I know I did see him say like don't worry about it or something to that regard. But I, but if I'm being completely honest and I think at this point we're mere minutes away from 2024. I think in 2023 it really accelerated what is, you know, acceptable to say in the discourse. I mean, probably at the beginning of 2023 you couldn't just say that they're trying to cut children's genitals off and not have people freak out about it right until people now are saying you can that's obviously what it is i think at this point if we're being honest anyone who claims to be christian or claims to be want to be consistent with christian conservative views would say either i'm not going to touch this one it's not worth my time because it's so obviously contradictory or they need to come out and say it is obviously contradictory. Anyone who's who's claiming to be a Christian conservative and is just like, just leave this alone, just leave that one. They, I think they have some sort of thing where they want to still be able to appeal to the audiences that these people appeal to. This red-headed libertarian girl or uh, some of these other content creators. I think they still want to have a tap into that audience because I think it's one thing, again, to just say, it's not worth my time. Or you could just point out that you disagree with it and move on. But to openly come out and say, be like, just let them have this one. It's just like we know I, I think it's obvious to most men why we're doing it. I think it's as obvious as like the abortion debate, why so many young men and young women want to hold on to, you know, an ab uh, abortions at any time on demand. I think these things are obvious. And I think we're minutes away, jokingly speaking, from being able to just po consistently point these things out. And I think people like Charlie Kirk and Tucker Carlson are getting less and less filtered with things like crime statistics or the border or anything like that. They're just saying it like it is. And it's going to come to a point, if this thing comes up six months from now, if this sort of thing came up six months from now and you were just like, oh, just let them have it. I'm a Christian conservative, but I think we should just let them have this one. And you're going to say, we know why you want that, and it's not for good reasons. We know why you want this to be allowed. That's my position on it.
having not seen everybody's opinion, but as a man, I sort of inherently know, and I think you know and all the other men out there know, why men want this to be allowed or why they would be forgiving for this to come out. You want their audience or you think the chick is hot or you want to be able to talk to these women or appeal to the people that they appeal to. Do you think I'm wrong or right about that? No, you're right. And I just want to tap on another thing. I mean, you saw her bio, right? She works for Tim Cass and Tim Cass mm-hmm. has one of the largest platforms for anything in a right wing space, even right. though he's liberal. And I think a lot of people are going to inherently take her side because they believe she can offer them more for the, for their career. They don't want to be blacklisted from Tim pool versus people like me. I can burn every bridge. and not really <laughs> the next day as I've been doing. Um, and also I think a lot of men just really have porn brain. I mean, a lot Define of these, men, that, please like porn brain. is like, you're so desensitized to seeing women naked because you watch so much porn that seeing a woman, you know what I'm saying? Just only dressed immodestly doesn't mean anything to you. It's like nothing to you. It might be, if you call that calendar PG, I mean, cause in the 1950s, that calendar would be considered like rated R. That would have been like sold in, you know what I'm saying? Like even, like even that, but uh, these days it's PG because you got people got porn brain. They're so used to seeing half naked women on the internet, half naked women in these music videos. They watch porn. So this is nothing. This, and to them, this calendar is nothing. I understand. I feel you. I get it. It's nothing to you. Um, but that's the slippery slope. And honestly, a, another part of it is uh, we've allowed liberals and libertarians to actually take over the conservative movement. And I don't know if you saw this, but they actually create, created a name for actual Christian conservatives, which is uh, what? Uh, the woke, the woke right. Yeah, the woke right. They're calling mm. us the woke right. Uh, and a bunch of conservatives are promoting this now. And of course, I'm going I'm going to embrace it, whatever you want. Um, but uh, they're, they're calling us the woke right because we are religious. <clears throat> well, I just think at some point, whether it, you know, it's a young guy, maybe 26 years old, let's say, whether he's got porn brain, as you say, or not, I think inherently he knows the truth is, if he's not trying to, what he's trying to do by agreeing with the stuff is because he wants to appeal to women. He wants to have a public opinion where he's still going to have a shot at sleeping with women. It's the same thing with so many issues. I, I don't want to get into a conversation about abortion again, but that's one of those issues where you have tons of guys coming out and just being like, uh, yeah, I support this because you want women to, to like your opinion and because you want to have this fail-safe I might have gotten this girl pregnancy, uh, pregnant backup plan. Yeah, it, it's simpery, and I think at some point, maybe a young guy who's in a relationship or who has good values would know this. But even deep down, he knows it. He may not be able to, might not be ready to admit it yet. But I think, let's blanket statement: any man over twenty-five that's been in a relationship knows why they don't want to come out and talk about these things. It's because they don't want to look bad. They still want that avenue to get with women. And uh, the the more we can be honest about that, the easier it's going to be to get to the bottom of these problems, I think. Now, Pearl Davis, who, um, you know, I don't watch her at all. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest. But her triggering, her ability to trigger on Twitter is just entertaining to me. And she says, what I'm pointing out with Calendar Gate is that women want it both ways. They want to pose for pictures that garner sexual attention for men and also pose as conservative Christian housewives to be taken seriously as a journalist. Now, I thought that before she said this, and my point in saying that is I didn't read this and then try to reiterate her point. I agree with her, and I think that's what happens when you're being honest. There are women in my life that agree with this opinion, and I think it's it's obvious, and we can beat a dead horse if we want, but here's uh, Brian Krasenstein, which... I believe is one of the guys who used to wake have an alarm set for one of Tr- any of Trump's tweets, right? <laughs> I, I honestly don't know anything about him. I just know he's a brother. <laughs> he has a brother, and they sold NFTs or something. I know mm. Zach. I know crap about him. I don't even know why he's tweeting me, to be honest. These guys used to, that was their claim to fame in 2016, is they had one of these people who had alerts set for Trump tweets, and even if it was 3 in the morning, they were going to wake up and try to be one of the first people to be seen by Trump. And that's how they got. And then they were one of these follow back peoples. Let's plan on caring less about how people dress in next year, more about how we present ourselves. Like this is what this is an, an exact example of what I'm saying. This is a guy who thinks that if he gets out there and he's, let's stop caring about how people dress. 
What's the fuck? These aren't his real thoughts. These aren't his original ideas. They're things that you see on a Hallmark made-for-TV movie at the end. Let's just stop caring about it. Let's just stop caring, you guys. Isn't that easier? He, he wants to appeal to, like, 23-year-old girls who have no idea what they're talking about. This is the honest truth. This is a guy who says, how can I make people like me with the broadest stroke? How can I get left-wing people to think that I'm a cool, nice guy? It's about acceptance, you guys. But this is this is the world, Bryson, now that we're in. This is what, accept everything, everyone's a winner, you don't want to be mean. This is how it's gotten us. When I was in college, I won't say how many years ago, I'm a very young man still, obviously, there was a, uh, th- there was a guy who was like, are you familiar with the movie Van Wilder? You remember that Ryan Reynolds movie? No, 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 okay, well, he's like he's like a college party animal that everybody loves. I knew a guy like that in college, and I was like, and I knew him personally, and he wasn't like how everybody thought he was. I won't say his name, and I'm just like, why do why do people think you're this kind of guy that they just everybody throws up their hands and says, hey, when he comes in the room, and he's just like, I never say anything in public around people that I don't think 95% of the room agrees with. And when I was 19 years old, I was like, that's interesting. But looking back, I was like, that's pathetic to to, to think that way. And that's what I think. That's what I think this is. That's what most people do. That, that's what most people do on the internet, though. I mean, they. I mean, your goal is to gain followers because you, you can garner the attention. You can then sell something and hopefully make a living out of uh, whatever it is you're trying to promote. Uh, so that's what people do. That's how people typically take the safe route or take the the I'm going to just be quiet route, like you said earlier. Um, but that's the thing, though. Once again, I've been asking this question since the beginning. The majority of these people um, that are on their side are typically like homosexuals, transgender <laughs> I'm I'm dead serious. Like if you look, at I know it, you are. It's still yeah. funny. And uh and uh, it's, it's a bunch of like biblically, I can call them heathens. And it's like, why? My real question is like, why do y'all care so much about a Christian's opinion? Because one thing I don't do is go to the pages of atheists and and say mm-hmm. say say something to them. Like, <clears throat> like even with the last little Nas X thing, I call that little Nas X because he claimed to be in his Christian era. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Talk with that. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but, but it's like if, if if you don't care about a Christian, you think Christians should just shut up. Why are you following Christian accounts? The truth is, you want clicks, so you're gonna go comment something, say something like that. Brian kid just said, or whoever he is, say something like like you said, gonna be at the end of a Hallmark movie that you don't get clicks. <laughs> Y'all, listen to me. This is the more mature take. What yeah. I'm saying. Let's live and let live, guys. Which is which is literally do as thou will was literally the phrase for Satanism, by the way. You know what hmm. I'm saying? I hate I hate to be the guy, but it is the phrase for Satanism. It's do as thou will. Um, and, and they want clicks. They want sympathy. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's very weird. So in that song, you called out Lil Nas X, and I want to also get to Kid Cudi. But you ca- called him a gay demon. The song's called Gay Demon. Interesting. I don't want to jinx anything, but that got pulled down with the Eminem song. Or that didn't get pulled down, but the Eminem song got pulled down. And I loved the Eminem song. It was so good. Yeah, but um, Lil Nas X, of course, he did the song Old Town Road over a video game. So whether he chose, whether he did that on purpose, he, he certainly did it on purpose, but whether it was to target children because using a video game or not, I'd probably think that he wouldn't have done that. I think that that was done because it was a popular video game at the time. He rapped over it, it had a horse and everything. But following that, Old Town Road was most certainly marketed towards children. There's videos of him going around performing it in front of children who are kindergarten aged. And then we all know that marketing places, gambling, cigarettes, every place in the world wants to be able to market to kids so that they can have a customer for life growing up. There's no question it was marketing to kids. And then what do they do? He's got, you know, a satanic sneaker that he gets sued for because he thinks he can just resell Nikes for some reason, like an idiot. Then he does the lap dance on the devil. Then he's got the song with Jack Harlow where they're dancing with men in prison and so on and so forth. And he still thinks that it's like edgy to do like Satanism, Satanism in imagery and all these other performers think that's cool too, even though it's been done since the seventies. So which is it? Do you think, are they purposely trying to inject like this weird occult Satanism thing into this? Or do they really think that this is still edgy? You know, I don't like Bryson, but I'm going to follow him and comment on that. And look how cool and edgy I am with, with satanic imagery. Which one do you Uh, think it is? I, I think it's both. He did more than just, 
you know, go to different schools. That was the first thing he did. He he didn't have a real tour. The first thing they made sure to do is he did it. The first thing they made sure he did was a school tour, a mm. school tour, because they saw the kids liking the songs and the labels are like, uh oh, let's get him in front of the children. And then afterwards, he just so happens to come out as a homosexual <laughs> uh, when he already had the kids attention. And then he started doing the rest of that gay stuff that you were talking about. And um, now he claimed that he's in his Christian era and and, and, and blaspheming Jesus Christ. Um, so I don't think it's edgy. I think he's purposely trying to mock. Um, <clears throat> I think he's I think he's purpose purposefully trying to mock Christianity, if I'm being honest. And Christians are sipping for it too. very weird stuff. When did he and what did he say when he said he's a Christian now? Uh, I, I can't even repeat it. It was so disrespectful. Um, he said he can use his. Let me just pick like that. He said he said he can get on his knees for things other than just praying. Ah, uh, okay. So I think we know what he means by that. But um, so he's going around doing all that stuff. And then there's Kid Cudi, who you also mentioned this song. Now I grew up listening to some Kid Cudi. I wasn't a hardcore fan. You know, his his song was in the clubs a lot in like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. And then he just started wearing dresses, and, you know, the Jane Smith style thing. I forget what that actor, that other singer, the British singer's name is. They had this thing, this place in time, which they do. I'm going to say every f five, six, seven years where they try to put a bunch of male celebrities in a dress at the same time and try to say, hey, how, how can we sell dresses to men now? So we don't have to make as many clothes. Right. And feminize them more. Kid Cudi responds to you or quote tweets you or something for your song. And he says, why did I get pulled into this? How am I being? how am I being like sexualized and like in gay and stuff like that? Like he pretend, is he pretending that he didn't wear a dress for a long time? I know he has, and this isn't meant to be an insult and in uh, a history of mental illness with depression or something, but is he just pretending that he didn't try to push wearing dresses for a while? Like, I think he's still doing it too. Not only did he wear a dress, he wore a dress and held another grown man's hand and he was the bride and the other man was acting as he was the groom and they walked into an award show together. Um, he didn't more than just wear a dress. It was full homo mode, um, like completely. So I don't know what his shock is. He's a, also a part of the problem which is why I called him out on the song. I think he was just referring to the song being typically about Little Nas X, but also throwing a shot at him. And then he said something like, this is not godly. It is 100% godly uh, to call out sin. I didn't know he performed in a dress, too. Wow, I didn't know no, he I did didn't that, know that either. Well, well, he's he just a long gay wide. What the world? Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of this stuff. I was talking about that <laughs> one right there, him and that dude where he holding his hand. That, that, that award show, that's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> I didn't see like, the other stuff. That's like, it. Is he attempting Eli Russell Lynette's never heard of him? Is he attempting to perform some sort of theater? But like, no, he's just wearing a dress. Like this isn't. That's you're very, saying you're a comedian. He lucky I didn't see that when it happened. I would have made a song specifically about him too. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about your ability to make songs about topical issues very quickly. What is essentially is the process there because you get stuff out pretty quickly. Is there like a whole plan here? Um, no, sir. no. Are we freestyling a lot of it? Do you quickly write it down? Like, let's, oh. let's take the one. Um, let's take Ashley Biden's diary. Great song. And yes, me and my girlfriend listen to your songs in the car a lot. Pump <laughs> ourselves up for the gym. Um, let's take that one. For example, hear about Ashley Biden's diary. Then what do you do? It just comes. It it depends. Like if, if I, I say this, I said this before, but it's like if you don't, if there's a topical thing and you don't see me making a song about it, um, it's probably <laughs> because I, I just wasn't inspired to. Like it just like mm -hmm. it didn't ev invoke any anything in me. Um, but because it doesn't take me long to write it all. I wish everybody could just be in a studio with me one day. Um, some people see me doing on my live streams. It takes me. I've been rapping since I was four. So when mm -hmm. I make music, it's like. There's only a certain amount of flows that will fit in, on this beat. <clears throat> and I pick which one I think sound good in that moment. Um, and writing takes me no time because the words are already there, I feel like. I don't know. I, I like the words are already there. Like, like take this little Nas as gay demon. Like, the words are already there. I'm just really saying what he did and what other people did. So the words are already there. You just have to 
<laughs> you just have to pit them in the, the right pocket of flow and pit the right words to it. It takes me no time to write these songs because it's like natural. Uh, so if you don't see me call out something in a music sense, it's because it wasn't natural. And I don't, I, I never force music ever. Is there anything that you won't do a song about? In, in other words, is there anything that you don't want to talk about that you think you shouldn't talk about? Is it like maybe mentioning somebody's kids or something? Is there anything that you would 100% never say in a song? Um, I won't say things about people that's that's like outside of scripture. Meaning um, if somebody, let's say if I got into a, a rap beef with somebody who used to be gay, but they're straight now. I probably won't bring up how they used to be gay unless it was relevant because that's their past self. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't mm-hmm. like palling on, you know, on that. But, you know, if it's something you're still doing now, you haven't turned from, I'll bring up something old. Like, like if you, like Kid Cuddy, it seemed like he wore dresses multiple times. So it's like he's still in his wearing dresses phase. So he, he, I'm, I definitely will bring up how he wore dresses. But, um, uh, I, and somebody kids, I, I won't go like I'm not the. I, I'll try not to get super petty. Like I'm not gonna call like your wife ugly or your kids ugly or like I, I like keeping things biblical. Just keeping it biblical. Mm-hmm. Has there been any more mainstream rappers reach out to you and say something like, "I'd love to work with you, but so and so won't let me," or that I know they wouldn't allow me? Anything like that? Um, there's a lot of people in the Christian scene that I know don't work with me because of their connections with Lecrae. Um, but you know, I've I've worked with the uh, some pretty big artists, so it doesn't yeah. stop really much. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna take a second here to uh, promote the old Patreon, patreon.com slash uopod growing every single week. You can sign up for seven dollars a month to help us become the size of Joe Rogan. Bryson, if you don't know, this is the Raptors super fan. He's a Seek guy that's been to every single Raptors game since they became a team in 1995. You can be our super fan for $15. (laughs) And if you want to suggest ideas for videos, $40 a month. We did one a couple weeks ago about a guy named Richie the Barber. He's a guy who painted his, tattooed his face like a clown. So you will get actual access that way. Growing every week, we did one with Anomaly last week. You can see me brushing my hair and he looks very happy. That's my guy. (laughs) <laughs> patreon.com slash uopod and of course we thank everybody on twitter getter rumble youtube of course and anybody listening on spotify google or apple Podcasts. spotify gang growing every single week don't know about iHeartRadio. i'm not sure anyone listens <laughs> listens on there i'm not sure anyone li- has ever listened to a podcast on iHeartRadio in their lives we're gonna shoot over to my friend gary sheffield jr my other favorite twitter account aside from yours I think he was here at a, I think it's a Kansas City Chiefs football game. And we've got the video for you right here. Appears to be a male cheerleader. And of course, we got Bryson here, so we got to get him to talk about this. Let's watch this. I'm going to go ahead and say that's the lean with it, rock with it dance from 2005. I could be wrong, but Bryson. Gary Sheffield asks, who asked for this? Who's asking for male cheerleaders? And I'll get to the transgender cheerleaders. You better believe I'm going to. Nobody. Um, <laughs> nobody wants to see a male. And this is why I started to get confused. This, this is why I don't, I hate that Taylor Swift is like becoming a part of the NFL. I don't even mm-hmm. watch sports that often now outside of boxing. And um, I don't, this is a male space. Okay. Not all male, but I'm saying in male spaces, why are you trying to force male chillers and force, you know, all these homosexuals into these spaces? You're trying to normalize it to men also, because no man will request homosexuals in like a in like a sports place. That's not even a place where we should even be talking about this type of stuff. So uh, they're just they're just it's like a plague, bro. This is a virus, okay? These people are viruses to the country, okay? That's all I want to say. <laughs> We're getting taken down for that for sure. Um, Here's the Carolina Panthers uh, squad. They have this guy on there. I just want to show everybody, not my team. My team would never do this. I stopped watching hockey because of stuff like this. Um, And I'm Canadian, so it's difficult. And then Tampa Bay Buccaneers 2019, openly gay cheerleader on their team. They don't have to say that part. 
If a man yeah, is exactly. a cheerleader, <laughs> it's you don't still a male. <laughs> we yeah, already exactly. know. So, and then we've got um, a guy claiming to be named Justine, obviously not his real name. Uh, he was breaking barriers in 2022 by saying he's the first openly transgender cheerleader. Again, we don't care. Like, this is an accomplishment. If, if there's what they say is that this is a natural thing, I'm meant to be a woman, then why is it an accomplishment? It's the same thing um, with all the sexuality stuff. It's, if, it's, if you say it's natural and normal, then why is it an accomplishment? But what this guy said was crazy, actually. In a, I think it was in a Vanity Fair interview. No, L Magazine, another women's magazine. He says, everything that I'm going through now, it's bigger than me. I'm setting things up for the younger generation. No one is going to stop this show. I want to change the trans narrative. Sorry. It's just a normal narrative for my trans sisters and brothers. Just to let them know that if you have a goal, go for it. Turn that dream into reality. Be an NFL cheerleader or a doctor or a nurse. So on one hand, you have a person comparing being a cheerleader to being a doctor or a nurse. On the other hand, you have a guy saying that he purposely wants to make a difference for kids. I don't know, like, and, you know, I'm sure you get called mean 35,000 times a day. But being called mean and thinking things are mean are now what's running our society. And I will say that openly, loud, and clear. Everything we're dealing with revolves around, you can watch a cop video on YouTube, the body cam video. You can watch people in Parliament or in the the House of Representatives in the United States, and on X, of course, the number one thing people are complaining about is someone being mean. And they don't want people to be mean, and instead of making it so the person has to have a, a logical defense for their argument, or, you know, just brush it off their back and turn the other cheek and not worry about it, everything is focused on you cannot be mean, and we want to make it against the law for anything that I determine to be mean to be illegal. Now, people will say that this before this interview came out that you're being mean to say that this guy wants to target children. You're being mean. But why do you think he says he wants to change it for the next generation? I want there to be more transgender cheerleaders. Why in the NFL? Because they want to take away things that you like and replace them with what they're doing. And you'll be surprised if you're just tuning in now that this is not a immigration argument, by the way, this is a transgender <laughs> argument. They're trying to replace the spaces that you enjoy with their own thing. It's the same reason why they say you shouldn't have to tell a children's parent if they identify something at school. Now, what kind of person would want to do that? What kind of person would want a child to have gender confusion and sexuality confusion and have their parents not know? They can say it's because they want them to be safe, but it's because they want to create a place, a space, a society that's more friendly and like what they live. And what they live is a reality, I'm sorry, not sorry to say, is a place where you don't know what gender you are and you can just go back and forth. And people want to act like it's not, you know, I had an argument with a person at work a few years ago, Bryson, that said, um, you know, in her belief, being gay is just the same as being transgender. Trans being transgender isn't a choice. It's, it's not a mental illness. And then I was like, it, they literally have an average of three mental illnesses per trans transgender person by this. She, have you read the studies? I'm like, yes, I have actually. This is the reason why child gender transitions have been banned in European countries in England where they're super, super left socially, but in America and Canada, North America, it's still, if you're being mean, if you say it's chemical castration, you're being mean. If you're saying that you want to cut off a child's genitals because it'll make you feel better about how you're treating the kids. Why is America so far behind on this, even by the standard of much more liberal countries banning this for children? Why do you think North America is still so far behind on this? It's simple. They're just trying to normalize saying that that's what all of this is. Uh, like like even back to the calendar, just to mention it, uh, just to mention it slightly. Uh, 50 years ago, that calendar would have been deemed immodest by pretty much everybody. Um, and now it's deemed PG. Um, homosexuality 50 years ago was deemed wrong by everybody. Now you're a big media if you say it's wrong now. Um, even some words like, like I remember um I remember I remember when I was growing up, everybody used to say no homo. And then I remember an NBA <laughs> and then I remember an NBA player said it and then he got fined for it and he was confused. Like we've been saying this for a while. So it's the same thing as always. In 20 years from now, they want people to say it's just the transgender cheerleader. It's not that bad. We have worse mm -hmm. things to worry about. An issue is you will always have worse things to worry about. And that's how they get you to sensitize. Um, 
to sin is by pushing it and then bullying people who speak out on it. So everybody, the problem is everybody wants to seem like a good person, but people don't want to actually be good people. And what I mean by that is everybody wants their persona to be the good, a good person, which means you want to be nice to everybody. So if they say, if, if, if everybody deems this is what's mean now in 2023, or this is what's mean now in 2024, then clearly you're going to fall for it. That's how they bully you and bully Christians, especially into being quiet about basic things. So when you see transgender cheerleaders, you're going to see more and more and more slowly and slowly, but surely. And then when people, everybody get tired of it, people are going to say, well, they're, they're, they're doing pedophilia and zoophilia now let's focus on that stop focusing on stop focusing on transgenderism that's nothing we're, we're you know it's the same thing now right uh what conservative say lgb without the t right <laughs> but 20 years ago it was like we don't support lgb at lgbt at all now it's everybody support lesbian gay and bi but now we just don't support transgenderism so in 20 years it's like okay we support transgenderism but we don't support uh pedophiles and people that try to have sex with animals and then once they normalize that, we're, we're going to always find something else. And then that's how they manipulate you. The slippery slope or the shifting of the Overton window, I would agree, is real. I don't think a lot of people thought it was a real thing until they started seeing conservatives do it and uh, establishment Republicans doing it and saying, hey, we just want the big tent, you know, and I won't mention the 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 commentators say the big tent. We just want everybody in it. I don't care if they're. The who's the guy, Lady Maga? That you <laughs> that remember that video the last time you were on? I think that was the last time you were on, but yeah, yeah. it's conveniently showed up. And then just every, whoever it's the same idea flipped. Whoever whoever wants to come over the border, we need them because they'll vote for us. Okay, well whoever wants to dress up like a woman, they should vote for us too. It's the same thing, I think. Yep. Um, Big Ten. Uh, Woo! We need everybody's <laughs> vote. Woo! The clown tent. Uh, I want to shift over before we go here. We got about 15 or so, 20 minutes left to another good argument. It's a sports related one. We were talking about football. Aaron Rodgers, who seems to drop all his biggest comments on the Pat McAfee show, threw some heat at um, the some of the sports writers because they were saying that he took a roster spot from a guy by saying he wanted to still practice. He said it wasn't true. Let's hear a little bit of this. Whenever you go to the active roster, Nick Big Bottom Bodden <laughs> mm-hmm, is his mm-hmm. name. That's right. Okay, great. It's great that it's free. Off the team. Okay, down to the practice squad, I do believe. He's been in the NFL six years, fully vested, so his contract is guaranteed throughout the entire season. This became a massive conversation because if you're not going to play, why are you taking Nick Big Bottom Bottom's uh, spot? Why are you doing this? You're a bad guy. And now I assume that there is some sort of conversation that you would like to have or inform people of why this took place, how this took place, practice. Is that the reason? Is there a chance you play? What happened there behind the scenes? And when did you hear how pissed off people were about you getting put on the active roster last week? Well, I figured there'd be some conversation about it. Um, the story is simple. Uh, we lost uh, to uh, the previous week. And uh, I was, again, targeting the 24th to come back. Um, so I assumed I was going to go on IR. I asked to be put on IR because, uh, you know, there was a conversation, do you want to practice? And I said, not at the expense of somebody getting cut. Um, I know how this works. And I didn't need to feel like I needed to practice to continue my rehab. I could do on-the-field stuff on the side. Um, but... Obviously, uh, I got overruled there. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. And, yeah, that was a you know, interesting situation. I called Nick right away. I just said, hey, I just hope you know this isn't coming from me. I'm, I'm, I asked him to put me on IR. Um, but he actually said, hey, look, I'm vested. I can, I'm getting my money. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. He's got, he would have got elevated this, this last week uh, if he'd been, uh, been healthy, but he'll be back up this week, I'm sure. Um, but you know, it's, it's the same old thing, you know, it's, it's the same people with the same comments. I think what we should do, Pat, is the same people who are criticizing me, uh, you know, or coming up with these conspiracies, you know, about my injury or whatever. Let's, before they talk, let's go back to, to 2021 and let's just 
let's make people say their vax status to start. <laughs> then that'll that'll frame all these comments in the yeah. right window. Okay. So before they before Fair. they say something, let's let's have them say. Uh, and ESPN is probably going to shut us off here, but let's have them say, "Hey, I'm so and so, double vaxed with uh, uh, Pfizer and uh, triple boosted." And my opinion about this is this guy's a bad guy because he just wanted to practice and took money away. Then at least you'd know, and everybody could know at that point, that they're, they have their puppet masters who are puppeteering them to say this certain thing about this guy and that they're still upset about the fact that I believe in medical freedom. So it, it's, uh, it's the same tired narrative. And, you know, it, it's an interesting spot for me because I'm basically just saying, hey, I are, right? This is, you know. I think we've heard enough there. Are they going to kill him, Bryce? <laughs> Are they going to kill Aaron Rodgers before he can keep speaking, or are they just hoping he retires much faster? I don't know, but I like the fact that, uh, and, and it's probably because he's probably made so much money in the sport already. He, he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Um, I, I think he just feels emboldened to say whatever he wants. And me, I love it personally um, because there, what can you do to him um, outside of kill him? What are you, you going to do? Fire him? <laughs> He probably, he's probably so freaking rich, bro. He don't he don't care about that. Like he, he probably he he probably can't wait for him to fire him so he can stay home and hang with his kids and yada yada yada. You know, so like I I you know they might try to kill him, but you know what else can you do? So you would think that no one would take him up on his offer of volunteering their information like this, which I guess this guy is trying to say. This is Fox Sports One. This guy's name is oh I have it somewhere, Chris. Where do I have it? Uh, hmm, I guess I don't have it. Chris something. That's the best you're going to get from me. Chris something. It'll say it on there. But uh, he comes on, and I think he gives one of the worst arguments in terms of, I don't like Aaron Rodgers because he's mean. This is going to be one of the worst arguments you've ever seen for an athlete where statistics and performance matter. Aaron thinks that he's the relative on Thanksgiving that nobody wants to, you know, get caught in a corner with because this guy tells you the hard truths. Oh, yeah. When in reality, it's because you've told me to read 48 Laws of Power and about the Illuminati every Thanksgiving for a decade, and I'm tired of it. And, well, by the way, by, by the way, right, exactly. And, but listen, let me be fair. I'm going to do exactly what Aaron said, because Aaron oh. said before you comment on him, you should have to disclose mm-hmm. your vaccination status. So, double vaxxed Pfizer, not boosted. Uh, now, does that impact my opinion on Aaron Rodgers? No. You know why? Kirk Cousins not vaxxed. Nobody says a mumbling word about nope. him. I'm pretty sure Lamar Jackson's not vaxxed. I'm not sure. Best I can tell, Lamar Jackson won't even take Dayquil. My guy gets sick every year. He's going to win the MVP. We don't. It, the commentary is not about your vaccination status. It's about you being... The most disingenuous athlete of my lifetime. You were disingenuous about the vaccine. That was annoying. Not the status, the way you did it. You were disingenuous about your retirement status. 90% retired. I want to stop him right there because I need to talk about this guy. First of all, you got two vaccines. Why not get the booster? If If you thought that it was so good that you needed two, then why didn't you get the booster? It's the same thing. It protects you for 10,000 years from t- from every single Omicron Percy I-8, which I think is a planet on some show. Why did you get that? So he, he talks about the vaccine. He's, he's willing to talk about it. And then he says, this the vaccine status doesn't have, a, have anything to do with my opinion on him. And what's the first thing he says? You were disingenuous about your vaccine status, Aaron Rodgers. You said immunized. When, and it made people think that you were vaccinated. He wasn't. He told his team. He told his owners. He told the league. This is a guy who thinks that being mean is more important than playing the game. More important than making a country good. This is the type of guy that they put on now. And this is the type of guy who needs to try to get big by having a reaction about that. I'm going to, I'm really going to show him. I'm going to tell him my vaccine status and then insult him and say, it's not actually about vaccine status. And then mention vaccines. I've really gotten him. These are the type of men they're pumping out. These are the type of men that are on these shows now because they can't have Pat McAfee, which we just saw interviewing Aaron Rodgers. He didn't want to be on these shows. He started his own show. That's why they have Barstool Sports. That's why people are leaving. That's why the Ocho Cinco and Shannon Sharp started their own show. They can't have real men on these shows anymore. 
as soon as they say something mean, Bryson, it's too far. You can't be mean. Or else I'm going to go on Fox and call you mean. You you misled me. Why do I care about any player? My favorite team is the Broncos. I don't care what any player on the Denver Broncos has ever said that was mean as long as he plays well. It's a womanly, you know, pussified thing to do to come out and your, your argument against a player is not because of his statistics. It's because he's mean. Am I being too mean, Bryson? No, I think you're 100 percent on point. I mean, what I what I want to say right now I'll probably get this whole show taken down. So I'm gonna keep it to say myself. it. Um, but I mean, the guy that was screaming and acting like that and upset at Aaron Rodgers, I think um the conversation at hand of what they inserted in their body may be why he's acting like that. <laughs> um, um, because because that is not look at him. Just look at him go. Look at him. Look at him go. That is not normal. I'm telling you, this injection is uh, making some people crazy, <laughs> I think, personally. Oh, man. I think he's just desperately trying to make a name for himself here. The They don't have Stephen A. Smith on this channel. He's on ESPN, I think, still. He's slamming papers. No one's this upset by Aaron Rodgers. And if you're this upset by Aaron Rodgers saying, you know, like, don't jump to these conclusions... Because what he's upset about is they a bunch of people wrote articles, including the CEO or, or the founder of one of a big sports website, had like half a million followers. He just said Aaron Rodgers wanted to practice so bad and he didn't care if it got a, an NFL veteran kicked off the team. Like those are the things they wrote about him and then came to find out that it actually wasn't true. That's who he's talking about. And you're this mad at Aaron Rodgers for saying for making fun of people who did that. I don't think it's real. I don't think it's genuine. I think the guy is pretty obviously pretty weak. I mean, the suit shows so. Like, look uh, at him. <laughs> like, did you look at him? Come on, man. <laughs> hey, listen. Listen, I'm telling you, that injection, I think, has people losing their minds. I honestly think a lot of the, like, even I think on the right-wing sphere, because, you know, like, a lot of right-wing people took it, too. I think those are the people losing their minds also, if I'm being honest with you. I think oh. this, this this thing has done something to people's brains, and I don't know what's going on, bro. I, that's why I'm so – listen, I'm pure blood. You feel me? So, uh, me I don't, too. You know, so I don't, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with these crazy people. It's like zombies, man. We're battling zombies out here. I'd like people to know that at some point, some place that I worked for, one of the people in charge got vaccinated um, – with vitamin B12, of course, uh, and justified the hell out of it. So be careful who you idolize and who you prop up. I'll just say that. Unauthorizedopinions.com. Bryson Gray, we thank you, as always. YouTube, follow him there for his music videos. And on Twitter, of course. Spotify and Apple. While he's st while all his songs are still there, um, I won't put any bad vibes in the air about that. I don't want to jinx anything. But... Um, yeah, love the music you put out. Thanks for coming on. Check out my video from earlier this week. Dr. Fauci uh, 2008 uh, study came out where he said they f they figured out what happened with the the first three pandemics, 1918, 59, and 64 or something. They figured that all out in 2008. And guess what? They it, it all still happened. So go check out that video. Bryson, anything we should look out for you or just in general triggering uh, people? Listen, uh, I have a lot of stuff coming, man. Uh, people are going to be triggered by me all the time. So, I mean, <laughs> I've, I've been triggering people for so long. I don't even, it's like another day in the office for me. Um, but new music is definitely coming. And I got something very cool coming that I can't mention right now. Um, mm. So, yeah, that's it. He's going to be appearing on Lil Nas X's newest album. Oh, heck no. <laughs> Sex Slave. Um, it's going to be out only in children's schools coming near you. All right. Thanks a lot, Bryce. And yes, everybody sir. visit the Patreon bonus podcast every week. And uh, thanks for the listeners, too, on Spotify, Apple, Google. Turn it up, Jordan.